Hello, welcome back. So in today's episode, we are discussing a topic that I feel kind of affects everyone in some way in this day and age. So today we're talking about social media. Yes, that's a very big topic. Um, I feel like I personally have so much to say on this topic. Um, So we're going to dive in here. Um, I will say that I know um, a few episodes back I mentioned that, you know, I run this one Instagram account, which I'll get into. Um, But with that, there has been a lot of things that I've wanted to say or that's been on my mind that I've never said. So I'm spilling the tea later on in this episode about all of that. And warning, I know there's going to be swearing because I can't get through this conversation without swearing. So yeah, let's jump into social media. Do we have to? Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I am not, I would say, a expert in social media. I'm not really a, a huge user. I mean, I'm a creeper, for sure. And I do like Instagram for my, like, my preferred influencers, which are boring. and probably do not need to be told. It's embarrassing. But yeah, we use social media in very different ways like polar opposites yeah like i am on it a lot i use it a lot like i post a lot and use it a lot and you don't really post but you just view right yeah i'm i'm not like a show not like show offy is not a right way to put it but like i don't i don't need anybody to know what's going on except for the people that i love which i'm gonna send that to anyway that picture I took and posted, the only reason why I'd be posting it is if I'm extremely proud and I know for sure it appeals to like the mass of my friend groups. But I'm not going to be like, look what I got at a Starbucks today. No. Yeah. I mean, I feel like my social media usage has changed over the years. Like, I feel like with my personal accounts like there was a time where I was like super annoying and would like share the Starbucks drink and like my food and like it was just a lot of oversharing where now I use my personal accounts really to just like show cute pictures of our kid (laughs) or like us like just kind of I don't know like sentimental things I want to like look back on so how I use it has really changed but I also really use it it's kind of how I get my news like I just remember growing up like my mom watching the 11 o'clock news at night to like know what the heck is going on in the world and social media is kind of my way of like being in the know like I scroll through social media to like keep connected with people and know what's going on in their lives, but also like what's going on in the world. I think it's funny because <laughs> I don't use social media for that, but the but then what'll happen is is you'll be like, Oh my god, did you hear about such and such? And I'll be like, What? And then you'll be like, Yeah, that's what they're saying on the news. I'll be like, No. And then me, I go into an ADHD hole and I have to know every secret and detail of what's going on because I'm hyper focusing on it. 
And then I'm like, hey, Miranda, so after hours of research quietly in the corner <laughs> while you've been wondering why the hell I haven't been paying attention to you, I have discovered the following as a PhD candidate in the subject. And then you're like, why do you like do that? <laughs> Like, why do you why do you why do you care so much? I'm like, because I want to know what the hell is going. So it, it's funny because like you True get your news story. from reliable slash unreliable. We'll say. Well, yeah, I. It's probably not totally good because you know everything on social media isn't always, you know, fully the truth, or it could be persuaded in a way. But it, it or it's just early and they're like guessing yeah. at what's going on and eighty yeah. percent of the details. But like watching the news or like something like that is honestly too depressing for me. So that's like how I know about things, and that's also why sometimes I don't know about things because I really am just. You know, that would make a lot of sense because staying I, in the know. I yeah. really don't care what's going on, to be honest. Like I just end up finding out and then caring because I can't help myself. But my like news on my interests, I don't watch the eleven o'clock news for. It. They're all stupid ass. Like, did you see what happened to Tiger Woods? <laughs> did you see what happened to so and so? And like you, you find that stuff on on the twitters. See, I don't use Twitter at all. I literally only use it to follow like a few professional athletes and like sports teams just for fantasy reasons. I literally never really got into Twitter. Like I actually made a Twitter because I I needed it for one of my college courses. That's the only reason why I made one. I do not recall you ever really using it. Yeah. And then like I just kept it because I made one and like here and there I would post random things. But like I have not posted to there or used it in so long and I don't even scroll through Twitter either. Dude, do you remember your handle? I think it's just my name. Oh boy. I'm gonna I'm gonna look you up and add you girl. I don't think we're friends on Twitter. (laughs) Wait, are you serious? (laughs) Yep. Wow. No, no, we do follow each other. Woo. Wow. Yeah, we're that the one, folks. Real embarrassing. <laughs> but I, so mainly I use Facebook and Instagram. Um, I mean, I, I like view TikTok. Like I don't post TikTok, but I sometimes watch TikToks here and there. I do use Pinterest for like ideas, but like my main social media that I use is Facebook and Instagram. And Jake, I know you just said you use Twitter. Dude, I'm looking at some past tweets of yours here. Oh, Jesus. Sorry to get off topic. <laughs> Why? But they're, Why? they're gold. Um, I'm terrified. I have. I honestly don't even February. Fe- uh, let me get the fucking date book out. Licks finger. Hmm. Wow. On February 5th, 2018... When your husband gives you NyQuil at 8 in the morning by mistake. Wait, did I really tweet that? Uh-huh. And I you're probably even, not wrong. I don't <laughs> even remember that at um, all. When everywhere is saying today is the biggest sick day of the year, why do I actually have to be sick? My boss probably thinks I'm lying. <laughs> Dude, if that ain't like the most anti-COVID shit I've ever seen. That was in 2018, by the way. Uh, so uh, 2018 is the last time I used Twitter. And uh, even even then, the the very very last one, you were retweeting like a a banker. Oh yeah, pack. I, I remember. And you're that. like, that must be a bad day to be a customer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, all yeah. right. Well, yeah, uh, <laughs> but I think so. I think for us, it's a little bit interesting. <laughs> oh, here we go. All right, one more, <sighs> and then we'll I'll, I'll close it. Um, this is like a conversation, a dialogue 
So you go, Jake says, let me work from home today so I can help take care of you. Me. Aw, that's so sweet. Thank you. Five minutes later, Jake is sleeping and I'm left to struggle and take care of myself. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's a map exposure. If that ain't the truth, I don't know what is. Some gems in there, I'm sure. Anyways, so that's uh, my riveting uh, Twitter <laughs> postings. Um, but I feel like with us, like I was saying, until you had to go back to my to. Twitter feed, um, it's interesting because we, you know, have our own like private social media accounts. But then I have this like public instagram page that's like a whole other experience and then i also work in marketing so i feel like in terms of social media we have many different perspectives and like usage of all of this and just to be clear for those social media goldfish brains like myself when she says they're private meaning the public can't see it only friends can see it which we are both friends of it's not like this is my secret instagram account we don't have those. We share them with each other. I don't know. You don't know who's going to be listening. You know, I just want to make sure that is addressed. True. Okay. They yeah. are visible to each other individual accounts not pri- that are not publicly shared. So you have to follow us and we approve you. Bingo. My fellow boomers out there. <laughs> um. So that kind of leads me into the evolution of social media so like this is like really interesting because i i feel like because so we're millennials and i mean there was a like a bigger period of our lives where social media wasn't a thing it was where we like were probably most socially vulnerable yeah and that's where we learned our most valuable right like, young but, adult lessons. but like there was a time where like it didn't exist right and so like i very clearly like remember that time i remember dial-up internet yep. i remember like you couldn't talk on the phone yep. and like use the internet at the same time like you know there was no social media you had to literally like call people on like your house phone like it's so it's interesting. So, what are like, you getting your AARP card? <laughs> rude. <laughs> I know. I'm right there with you. <laughs> but like, so we were we saw that, and then social media kind of started entering the scene, and we then grew up with it. But we lived a life where I feel where life was much more simpler <laughs> when social media wasn't around, and then MySpace was the first social media that. I used oh yeah um huge on myspace and then I remember like facebook coming around and I just thought like it was stupid and it was I was again another like late joiner to facebook I think I joined in like 2007 I don't even remember because I I like deleted my original facebook and started a new one like years later so it's not even my like original facebook that I'm yeah mine's like first go around yeah. Last go around. Yeah. I got all the data's on me. <laughs> so, Dude, I wish I could reopen my MySpace account. Me too. And just because it's a time capsule of memories that I have very much so repressed that I like, probably need to process. Do those pages still exist? I don't think so because we haven't logged in in a while. And like it sucks because I. But had, isn't it like a website page? 
Yeah, but I mean, I don't know if they keep it that long. Like, if you haven't, if no one has visited a site yeah. in X amount of days, they're going to shut it down. I tried. I don't oh. know. I've tried already. Oh, okay. Good try. Like, but I tried logging in. Like, oh, maybe if I log in, I'll go pull a backup and I'll look oh. at like last login date or something. No, no I can't. Like, I, I just hit just, forgot password. That's like interesting that it just kind of like disappeared. Yeah. Well, anyways, I remember MySpace uh, like yesterday. And then I remember Facebook coming and I was like, oh, this is dumb. And then eventually I signed up and then that took off. And same thing happened with me and Instagram. Then, like, Instagram came on the scene, and I was like, oh, like, I don't I don't want to do all that. It was actually, I remember, I think we were either dating or we were talking when I first started Instagram, because I think we were, like, going to Colorado. That was, like, the first time I, like, posted to Instagram. Yeah, I think it was just just a little bit before that, because my first Instagram post was that trip. Yeah, so that was... And what, I was like, 10 she's years making ago? me do this. Yeah, it was ten uh, years ago, yeah. which is crazy. Because I knew I, I never was like a super heavy picture taker, so I was like, yeah. why do I need an account? Like, I wasn't either until this like un- unleashed right. the beast. Yes. <laughs> oh my god, I didn't measure my food. Oh my god, dude! I remember when Twitter came out. I was a sophomore in high school, and I remember that like a couple people were like, "Oh my god, you gotta get on Twitter." I'm like, "That is like for old people that yeah. are just like." aging each other yeah like i said i I did not i never got into twitter yeah and i and i didn't get into twitter until like college age yeah it was like three three years later when i started seeing like celebrities and stuff really using it and i was like okay well if if that's where like the people that interest me are going i don't have like a following to them like they call it now but like they're interesting to me so i like to look at it um you know it's mostly golf and like hunting that's stupid but overall, like, what are your feelings on social media and, like, your thoughts on it? Just, like, in general. Like, on using it or, yeah. like, your image? Anything. Just, like, what are your, like, just... All right. Well, I think there's two sides to that question. I think there's the image that you portray and then what you look at. Like, what what is, what is it that drives you to search on social media for certain things? Um, for me... I follow a lot of influencers that are, you know, not really like a product pusher. They're more like an experience pusher. So I know that that's like marketing 101. You don't sell products, you sell experiences. <laughs> so I'm falling victim to it and I love it. But the Instagram following is mostly like people who are into conservation of like parks and public land and stuff. But they're also hunters and they're pushing like their favorite gear. So I, I, I like it for the following of like the meaning behind things and like not just following celebrities because their lives are lavish or they pretend to be. And that kind of goes into the image side of things. I don't post like ever, maybe three or four times a year really on Instagram and I'll do it in like spurts. Like the other day I posted like a story for like, I don't know, I think like the first time. And it was just because I was really, really excited and like, you know, I... I wanted to show everybody what was going on. Like I, it was when we went to the PGA and, um, you know, I want my Facebook and my Instagram and my Twitter to kind of reflect a very basic version of me, but you understand the key pinnacles of or pillars of who I am. So I'm not going to show you like my favorite thing to have for lunch or my favorite little deli. I'm going to show you something bigger, something more impactful. 
Yeah, I... So I feel like I have many, like, feelings and thoughts on social media that will kind of... They'll naturally show themselves as we go through this conversation. But overall, I think social media is really cool like I am a fan I will honestly say I'm addicted to it I think the connections that you can make on social media like I think that aspect is super cool I think you can learn a lot from social media like I know that you know I have problem solved or learned a lot from social media um And I think it's like great for like businesses and brands like I just there's many different aspects that I think are really really good but I also do think that there's also a dark side to social media um, which I'll kind of get into the nitty gritty details of that in a little bit here but I do think there's a lot of like good and bad with social media Um, one thing is like and this is so cliche to say but it I it's so important that I feel like we have to say it here that like social media is truly a highlight reel and I know like everyone has probably heard that or has said that before but I also feel like there's still a lot of people that don't quite understand that um so I think like that part is like that's a huge like thought that I have on social media because many people are naturally going to share their highlights of their life and so being a social media user like we really have to be mindful that you know no one's lives are picture perfect and you know it, it is a highlight reel well I feel like two people only really share the the positive and I I don't think it's as like grimy as we all think like oh they're just like to show their their best and I think it's really more like life's hard life's mm-hmm. really hard and we struggle I think more than we achieve in a lot of ways and in those few moments, some for most, I, mean, I don't know, a few and far between, um, life is hard and there's a few moments where like there's something that really makes you feel proud mm-hmm. of yourself mm-hmm. and you want to you want to show people like, look, I'm proud of myself and majority of the time I'm just hoping I make it, you know? So when you look at these Facebook and Instagram accounts and you look at someone's life that's probably spawn, you know, spanned quite a long amount of time, but you're seeing it in such a narrow view that it just looks like they do a lot of stuff all the time. It's like, yeah. look at the timestamp. Like that was seven months in between those photos. Like, yeah. they had some shit go on during that. Totally. No, that's a great point, and I think too, it's like really important to remember that. I don't. I mean, and of course, like everyone is different, you know, and. You know, there are going to be people that set out to do this. But a majority of the time, I feel like people just like they use social media as like a feel good tool. Oh, slaps you, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like. Oh, I want to get that like. Yes. Well, not. No, it's not even. I mean, for some people, it's. I I know that's how I used to be when I was like in high school. But I'm just saying like like, recently in general people want to feel good when they're using it so they're gonna share highlights because it makes them feel good and they're proud of it just like you're saying versus showing the like the not so good parts which a lot of people do that I do that which again I will get into but 
it's tricky. Like, so I think it's just important because I think it's really easy to just view people of like, oh, their life is so perfect and yada, yada, yada. But like on my like personal, like non business, non like public pages, like it's a feel good tool for me. Yeah. Like when you work on your work Instagrams, like for other clients and stuff. I feel like, yeah, you're taking an approach that there's a purpose behind what you're doing. Yeah. Or with your personal, it's sort of like whimsical. Yeah. Like I might post a picture of a glass of wine and then the next one's a picture of like 15 babies and you're <laughs> like at a baby shower. I don't know. It's just very random. Yeah. No, exactly. Um, so this kind of leads us into, I guess, like the, the main topic of this episode and kind of really where I spill some of the tea is like the whole idea of like influencers and social media and stuff like that so here is the thing (laughs) I started this other Instagram that I'm referring to um it's right now my handle is um journey with the Nyers and basically I feel like the backstory here makes sense of like how we got here. (laughs) So like I shared, uh, Jake and I experienced infertility and throughout that journey, I felt really alone and I was really seeking support. And I also just like didn't know anything about like infertility treatments and how that all works and basically a friend told me like hey there's this whole like online community on Instagram of like women going through this that like if you make a page you can connect with others so like that is a huge amazing aspect of social media and it's something that like i like my eyes were like really opened up to in like this whole like world. So I created this like separate Instagram for just that purpose of connection and learning and like not feeling so alone. Well, I did start to receive some followers. Um, So like the amount of followers doesn't matter, but I'm going to share here just because it it matters in the story a little bit. So I am close to 7,000 followers on that account. So in the world of social media, that's not really a lot of followers. You know, it's not like a million followers. It's not 200,000 followers. It's not even 10,000 followers, but like it's still way more than like my private like personal account um you're connecting with more than just your friends yes um so it was really interesting um because I never had an account that like gained any kind of traction or you know I was wide open to like the world honestly Mm -hmm. of sharing a very private like part of me in my life um and it I just experienced and learned a lot of different things from that. So that's kind of like how I got this account, like kind of why I like had this following a little bit. Um, But I don't really 
personally consider myself an influencer. Um, People have called me an influencer and it's like really awkward for me. Um, But if I'm being honest, I don't consider myself an influencer because I like don't make money <laughs> like I feel like yeah, what what is like the true definition of an influencer so I feel like this like varies for people I feel like everyone is an influencer in terms that everyone has influence yeah 100%. like if, like if I mean, sh- that's like relationships right like if you're sharing online like you have influence right. but I I personally believe a true influencer is someone who like you are making an income you are signing contracts you are like you know correlating brand deals for yourself like it is a business and you are making money and you're making enough money where it's like there's some some substance to it i feel like it's it's almost like uh when you say social media is where you influence other people and it's where you Mm -hmm. just typically do it naturally Mm -hmm. and and some people have gotten so good at it that they can make it a profession so like you when you do carpentry you become a carpenter when you're in when you do influencing you become an influencer so i mean that now kind of made a lot of things a lot more clear to me because i've never really understood what an influencer means yeah i just thought it was a blue check mark yeah no so oh blue check oh, marks. I, that's, sorry that's like a whole other thing but yeah so that is why though like i don't personally consider myself an influencer now i will be like i said i'm being 100 percent transparent in this episode i have dabbled in there like I have accepted there was like one contract that I took that I like dipped my toe in and loved it and there's been (laughs) other things where like you know on a smaller scale because like I said I am a smaller account where like you know some people have offered to like send me something to like test it review it and like share it so like I've like dabbled but like I I think maybe in total I've done like five things like that's it like I just kind of like dabbled in it I experienced it some things I did I loved and some things I didn't um so it's like I I just was curious it was more just like curiosity I had some opportunities so I was like what the hell I'll see but to be completely honest a lot of those things just didn't perform for me uh my crowd is a little rough sometimes um it didn't really take that well and that's okay um but that's why like I I just I don't personally consider myself an influencer because I have not done like I've not even received like anything for free like recently like I've basically completely just said like not right now um doesn't mean that I you know won't maybe dabble or open that door again in the future but like right now I like completely am not like doing any of that yeah I I definitely feel like in the instances where you did dabble in in a couple different of those arenas I think your favorite was when people would say hey like I make jewelry or I make, you know, something, can I send you it? And like, if you really like it, can you leave a review? And if you don't like it, can you tell me what you don't like? Yeah. And it was like in exchange for your valuable feedback (laughs) and potential marketing, I'm going to send you like (laughs) one of the pieces. Totally. No, that was my favorite. I will say like, if I ever do anything or anything I did, it's always like genuine. Like I take it seriously. Like I would never just like 
do something to do something. Like I, I would have to really actually like it, use it, have tried it. Like I would never just like say something to say I something. I do think that like there was an instance where you were under contract to do something with someone and like you were like, you know what? I've been trying to like make content and I just can't. It was very minimal and like you were very mm-hmm. honest. You're like, mm-hmm. this isn't this isn't right. Like I'm not gonna force this just because it's available. Like I mm-hmm. this isn't fair. Yeah. So I feel like you've you've taken it almost to like an extreme of just dabbling. Like you're like, I'm only gonna dabble if it's like mostly 80, 90 percent to my like following. Yeah. It's crazy. It's it's honestly it's why I think you have a, such a good following though. Thank you. Because like the people that I I you know, to the people who are really close with Miranda through her Instagram. Um, I see a lot of the stuff you guys say too. Like she's like, look at who like so and so said like, oh, where's where's she from? Oh, she's from Kansas. I don't know, at Dorothy. And you know, like I'm like, wow, like you guys talk a lot. Like I'd see the history and be like, yeah, you know, we keep in touch. I'm like Jesus. Like there's a lot of people that you are, like friends with. That's like, like honestly, I think the number one like highlight to social media and like having like a quote-unquote brand or page like you know that kind of gets you out there because I've been able to connect with honestly people from all around the world like different countries and states and like it's so cool to like really get to know people and connect with them and like hear their like their stories but like also just to like support each other um like it's it's really cool you guys literally look like a little like friends group like the people at church that like oh oh, i'm gonna get you that oven mitt that i saw the other day you know like you guys just hand stuff out to each other like it's you are a true family because like we you said people from all over the world i think somebody sent us like a handmade they knitted it because they were Mm -hmm. thinking of you from like like britain Mm -hmm. like there were pictures of the queen on the stamps and i'm like Mm -hmm. what is this and you open it up like oh it's so nice she knits it's in that cool i'm like hell yeah it's cool like it is i you know, and to anyone, you know, of my friends that I've connected with on social media that has ever sent me something like it is it is really cool and exciting. Like and like like it's a it's like a friend. It's not we're not talking about like brands or making yeah. money. It's just like simple. Like you make friends it's and just, like you want to make them feel good during a hard time. So yeah. like people have sent things or like, you know, when we did finally get pregnant, like, you know, some people sent things f- for the baby because they were like really excited. Like it just it's really sweet and it's really kind like that is really probably like my top favorite thing. Yeah. It's just kindness. And it's so funny because she'll always be like, we have to go to UPS constantly i'll be like why and she's like i gotta i gotta drop one off <laughs> and i'm like what is it uh i gotta return it i'm like i don't remember you buying this <laughs> and you're like mm. okay it's for so-and-so i'm like oh my gosh you guys unbelievable <laughs> and it's funny because like you do that through your instagram following and i do that for work because i work with people all over the world and all over the country and like when we have good times and we have hard times like i'm sending bottles all over the place and, and you do that just with your own friends, your community, your, your following or whatever, your, your hashtag, like mm-hmm. pretty cool. Thank you. Yeah. But I think too, um, another thing about being an influencer that I think is like important for people to understand or like, at least like a viewpoint that like people that are true influencers, like that's like their brand, like it's their a business. Yeah. Like their brand slash business is like their life or their account like it's and it can be very lucrative if you're very good at it um 
you know, there was a point where like, even I was like, oh my gosh, like that must be like such an easy job. Like how do people make money? And like, honestly, like social media is really hard. Like, will I say it's like the hardest job out there? No, but like it, there are hard aspects to it. Just like any job has hard aspects to it. Um, you know, alone if you are like a successful influencer like I I think that's really cool because it is really hard to make those deals like you were truly like out there like communicating and like you know being a salesman yeah like selling yourself you're like and, i have a cool thing to talk about it's valuable yeah pay, pay me and i'll show you and like you also like i said i i have a very small scale of experience with this but like even like talking to the brands of like negotiating your contract like that's scary of like saying okay this is my price or you know and right. like i mean like it's it's like a lot to like get deals so like the people that are big that are like actually making a living from that like i personally think is like really impressive because there's a lot to it i think that's like one of the most miscommunicated things that is about social media influencers because yeah. you know like i remember growing up i wanted to be famous like everybody else that wanted to be famous <laughs> And, you know, I've always aspired to the, the people that made a lot of money. And the reason why they made a lot of money is like they're professional athletes is because someone has designated a value to that person. How did they get that value? They decided how much work they were going to put in and what that value meant. And it is wild to experience that. Like, and even just not even influencing, but like job interviews. Like, when they're like, what do you want your compensation to be? It's like, oh, I have to assign a value to myself. Like, that's gross. Yeah. And it's super uncomfortable. Well, so also, too, just because I feel like this is like a common thing that like people are wondering about. And like I said, I don't like personally have a ton of experience to speak to this, but I know enough of the industry to kind of share this information. So, how influencers actually make money so there are a few ways so the first way um like i mentioned are like brand collaborations or contracts so that's like when you actually team up like with a brand where you have a whole contract and like you get paid for like whatever the agreement is so that's like one way another way are like the commissionable like links um like to know it is a huge website slash app where a lot of creators can pretty much like link like anything so like if they bought stuff from a store like clothing or makeup or hair products like they can link it to this site and then anyone can view the site and like purchase through these links and then the influencer makes a commission off of like all the sales that people like purchase through those links um amazon has like a same thing there's commissionable links that is one thing i do do but like i don't have a big enough following for that to be lucrative yeah, for it me. Like a penny per purchase. Or yeah, something? Like, like I don't remember what it, but it's so low. Like you have I eleven just, million followers. That's right, bank. right. Yeah. Like I mean, bigger influencers can make money there, but like someone like me, I do not. But like. I share the links just to help people. Like if I'm, you know, sharing something. Yeah, it's consolidated. Yeah, like people are like, oh, like, ooh, that looks cool. Or like, does that really work? Like, do you have a link? Just, I just want to help people like shop. But like, I don't, it really, 
is not like lucrative and for frugal me. Frugal Jake over here for everyone to know. I am not like a brand name guy, so we are very much what works in every aspect. Yes. Um. <laughs> anyways, but that's like really like the main like ways that influencers like make money i mean there's like other things but those are really like the main ones that come to mind um and also too something i feel like a lot of people don't know um a lot of people think that like you can just reach out to a brand and and just be like yo i'm cool sponsor me which like in a way that is how it works however like typically more often than not these brands like you almost need to like send them a resume but it's not like a typical resume like you have to prove yourself like you have to share your like stats and like your analytics to your social media um that's why like with instagram and stuff they have like the business profiles because they have the analytics so you can then download that information and share like you have to pitch yourself with facts you can't just be like i'm awesome like pay me i mean and sometimes that does work um but like people actually like sometimes create like binders for themselves of like basically like a portfolio and a resume for influencers and then that's how they go out and they like pitch themselves to these brands and that's how they make money so like there's a lot that goes into making money so like do you think the people that make a lot of money are mostly the ones that go viral or do you think that's the opposite Uh, you know i think it is like I think the people that are most successful are the ones that do have a larger following just because you get in front of more people. Mm-hmm. Like you've gone viral with something or I don't people just like you a lot or no, you, you got more eyes, the more yes, eyes the better. Like the more eyes the better, the more the more exposure because also too when you're making like deals with brands and things like a smaller influencer and a larger influencer could get the same brand but what they pay you is going to be very different so like let's say Hmm. you have like a million followers and you have this like a crazy like interactive analytics like they are going to offer you way more money than like an influencer that has less like they're still they still might do a deal with you but like it's you're you don't have as much value I mean, like, honestly, that's how it's viewed. Like, you don't have as much value as someone. Do you think companies take advantage of that? Like, if you don't know what, what, like, like if you overnight decided to do something viral and and you went from 100 100 people that were on your Instagram to 200,000, like, overnight, do you think a company would be like, hey, you're worth, like, $10 a post? I, I mean, I feel like with social media there's so many people and so many brands and so many situations i think like everything is possible like i've heard of of yeah like people <clears throat> excuse me sorry i there's people that like have shared stories where like they got skunked or they got taken advantage of or like they couldn't believe how much they were being offered like i i truly just think it's like the wild wild west out there i think though like 
because this was very new at one like this still isn't like a super old profession like social media is very new i I finally had my very first like experience watching somebody go from a nobody to an influencer that i like was like i want to follow you Mm -hmm. that was that dude that was the pga pro that made Mm -hmm. it to the finals and golf with Mm -hmm. rory and threw in a hole in one and i cried (laughs) i cried watching a professional golfer and i followed him and he got sponsored by my favorite brand and now i'm like big fanboy like i watched that dude go from nothing he was nobody to like that tailor-made sponsor definitely like happens but like my whole my overall point is like i feel like with this whole world like brands and people are still learning and it's still evolving and it it always will Mm -hmm. so like i just think anything is possible and it's really too like how well you pitch yourself like I've just heard stories of like people that have gone to brands and they've pitched themselves over and over and they always got told no and then finally you know they they like got in so to speak Mm -hmm. or there's people that like they just they got lucky you know like it just it, it varies so much and it's also too like again I don't have personal experience with this but I've heard too sometimes it can make a difference like if you're really trying to to like make this a profession for yourself like a job um like you doing everything for yourself and pitching yourself sometimes is harder because you know not everyone is like these amazing sales people but like if you you know hire an agent or work with like a team that like is more experienced in that like sometimes that can really be lucrative for yeah. people there's a, so there's, it's interesting there's a dude on twitch that i i watch and it's kind of like back background noise when i'm working sometimes all he does is like hand carve like hawaiian <laughs> stuff and he has like a million followers and all he's doing is just doing his daily favorite thing to do he has absolutely nothing else going on he doesn't sponsor he just does his thing and like now he has ads on his, mm-hmm. on his videos and like i I've seen people donate like thousands of dollars like in an instance and the guy's like no 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 I'm gonna refund you like don't do that like I'm already making money just I'm good like I'm just doing it to show my passion Mm -hmm. and the man is raking it in and he's literally not looking for it Mm -hmm. it's it's wild yeah it's wild I feel like like you get a mix of that like Like that dude had to be told no 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 you're worth money like that's how awkward he probably was at pitching himself (laughs) But yeah, somebody like was smart crazy. enough to be like, no, nah, that guy's that guy's got something. I'm going to just yeah. pay him what he's worth. Yeah. Crazy. It is. It is really, really crazy. Um, but as much as like there's a lot of good <laughs> to social media and like all of this is like super wild and crazy. Like I said, there is a dark side to social media. Um I have personally a love-hate relationship with it. I, like I said, I I love social media. I think the connections that I've made with people and the things that I've learned is like so amazing. It's so valuable to me. Um, And like these connections I've made have really helped me like through COVID. Like when I was going through infertility and some really dark times in my life and COVID, like these connections got me through, you know what I mean? Like it's really important to me, but I also 
have experienced not so great things, which also kind of makes me question social media at some point. There's been many times where I've wanted to stop my account or just stop sharing and like it just it it can be very difficult um I think some like really big struggles is like there is a mean side like people are mean like bottom line people can be really mean um and I don't like share all of this to like scare anyone I just I want to be like honest and real and like share my experience that um you know you're gonna get good and bad like if you put yourself out there publicly like I think that's just kind of like the nature of this like and I've seen like actual influencers like talk about this too like like everyone online unfortunately I feel like can get hate like you know what I mean like and it's unfortunate but I feel like that's just kind of like the downside of like this whole animal that's social media um there's been like just for some examples like for me um like I said like I mainly just shared like about my infertility on this page and like I would get people that would message me like telling me that like my arms are too hairy (laughs) what like it's just like it's so dumb but like I've gotten stuff like that I've had people say like mean things about like how I look or just you know or even just like sharing things like well I will preface this by saying that like sharing something so personal like infertility can be challenging online like it is a topic where there are many different opinions um and so like I have been told some really cruel things um in my dms and on my posts about all of that that we don't necessarily need to get into but I think you can kind of fill in the blanks a little bit like as one example, like, I've just been told that, like, if it's not happening, then, like, you know, I wasn't meant to be, like, a parent. Like, that's, like, what random strangers on the internet are just, like, messaging people. That's nice. Uh, yeah. Like, it's it's not, it's not nice. Um, Look at me now. <laughs> um, but also, another thing is, like, all the unsolicited advice. This is something I... Oh, my God. Isn't that, like, ant-splaining or something where yeah. somebody always says, you know, if you just put ice cubes on it, yeah. it'll melt. The unsolicited advice in all of the opinions is one of, like, my biggest challenges with social media. It kind of feels like it doesn't matter, like, what you say or what you share, at least for me. <laughs> um... I just like receive like all these unnecessary opinions and unsolicited advice and I think this is like a lesson for everyone that I wish I could share with literally everyone like there's a time and place to like give your thoughts and just because someone is sharing something openly on social media it does not mean that they are open to be treated horribly and it doesn't mean that they are open to 
just be pressed with like your thoughts, opinions and whatever else you have to offer. I think it's really important to really listen to people like even though they're sharing their story publicly, like if they're not asking for advice or opinions, don't give it. You know, like sometimes people just use social media to like vent or to like share a story where like other people can relate that are going through something similar. You don't always have to fix people. You don't always have to fix whatever someone is saying. You don't always have to give your two cents. I think that's like super important to remember. But if someone's like, hey, I'm looking for advice. I'm looking for feedback. What do you think? Then obviously, yes, like contact that person, message them. Like if you, you know, want to share, share. But I think it's like so important to be mindful of that um, because it's hard. Like I used to love sharing a lot more like on my stories on my page kind of like a day-to-day you know like it was just kind of fun to just like share more and be open about things and I kind of stopped doing that because it's like no matter what I shared I would just get flooded with like random things like I almost feel like you like I wish somebody would be able to just go on your Instagram and be like, okay, here are some, here's three key hashtags to look out for. And I'll tag it at the first hashtag of every post. Hashtag venting. Just shut up and listen. <laughs> Don't tell me that it could be worse. I know. Uh, it could be hashtag help me, which is can be funny. Like, I just had a blowout and I can't help me. Which, you know, talk about how bad your poops have been from your mommies and daddies. Um, or it could be hashtag hype. So like that's when you're like proud of something or something important happened that's big. So that those people that are looking at your posts have zero like excuse. Well, I didn't know that you were just venting. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I wish it worked that I way. I do too. <laughs> like, I like like the inner organizer in me is like tag it with everything. Yeah, it's 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 challenging because it just is. Um I I mean even just like I'm not even kidding you like I could just be sharing a story of like oh get ready with me today and like I'll get messages of like you're brushing your hair wrong I mean like it's just it it can be exhausting like you should do one for me it's just it's it's too much and and I'm just like an I'm just a normal girl just like sharing her life and I never asked to have you know almost 7,000 followers I'm grateful for the connections that I made but I don't know like why the hate has to come like I'm literally I'm just like anyone else I work a a full-time job I have you know my problems and my good days and bad days and I pay my bills like I don't know like I am not like anyone different so you know I, I don't know why it's so necessary for people to just overcorrect every little thing and just comment about everything and it's it's truly exhausting you want to know what somebody hasn't made a little shitty comment about what which way the toilet paper roll goes oh my god zero chatter on the subject (laughs) and for those of you that are wondering it's when it goes from over the top you pull it down you don't pull it up you savage you pull it down mic drop <laughs> oh my gosh um, i would say something on your post if if you had it backwards and i noticed i'd be like um excuse me miss that's improper toilet paper technique 
I <laughs> next oh subject. <laughs> so I here's the thing. I I said that I would come on here and be honest. Um, oh no, I have to sneeze. Oh no. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I told myself that I would be honest and I I like I truly want to share just some of my thoughts um there's been times on my Instagram where I've made stories if something like really bad has happened and I'll kind of like vent and call people out but I have been very censored and careful because it's hard you know I don't want to make a situation worse or I just there's a lot that goes into it you know like I really take seriously like the small following I do have so I never want to like say something wrong um but it's the infertility world online is rough I there I said it it's something that I love and I've learned a lot from but I had to distance myself from that world online because it was just so difficult and so hard which is unfortunate why do you think that is the reason why I think that is is probably going to sound really harsh and it's something that I I get nervous sharing but the the honesty is like I truly just think that like people love to see people fail people love to see like struggle and people like misery loves company and it's something that I found that like I feel like people liked me way more online when I was struggling when I couldn't get pregnant for over four years and I was going through IVF it was like everyone liked me better when I was sad and crying and miserable and struggling and it's you know I and I get it like it I connected with people that were going through something similar um but the moment that I finally had success and got pregnant and stayed pregnant everything like changed then like all of a sudden it just was different and I and I can understand it because I you know if you are struggling it's sometimes hard to watch someone be pregnant like I I do understand that but it's just been completely different and I just noticed like people treated me differently online like the moment that I had like positive things happening. Yeah. I and, mean. It, and it's and it's hard to say, but it's it's honestly the truth. Like that's honestly how I have felt for like a year now. Well, and I feel like a lot of a lot of it ties to a lot of realities of just I think human psychology. Like mm-hmm. if if like we're we're from like snow area. So every year we get snow. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that I know that happens that's kind of like an interesting like, social experiment is when we get snowed in, it doesn't matter who your neighbor is. Like you become like 
brother and sister. Yeah. Because, like, you can't get to your real family. So you're going to make a tribe with who you have, with what you have, and you're going to make the best out of it. And I think that that's the only kind of control you can have when everything else is out of control. Mm -hmm. And that happens on Instagram. I think Mm -hmm. people who feel out of control are looking for you know, a, a Mecca or a, you know, some kind of a, a pasture to find others that graze upon the same issues. And when you have stepped out of one of their, or majority of their issues, it's not that you, they are hate you or anything. You, you just become less relevant to them. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. And it, it's hard because like I said, like I, these were like some people, like I, I talk to daily online and like we really made a connection we were there for each other for a long time and you know some people like once I got pregnant I still stayed connected with but like a lot of people just disappeared and like I said I understand like I don't hold that against anyone because it it is such a mentally draining and tough process um but it's hard when you also go through something like that and then you're finally on the other end you still desperately need support Mm -hmm. you are scared out of your mind I also had a very complicated pregnancy and then it just felt like I in a sense like lost my support a little bit and again it's like I understood why but like it's just hard like it's just it's hard to put yourself out there it's hard because it is it's something that can just be taken away really quickly um people can be incredibly mean and insensitive and sometimes like I said I almost feel like I'm just drowning in the unsolicited advice or the opinions and I'm just like trying to like share my story or whatever um and also too like I feel like you can never make people happy like again and I think this is just my experience like I think it's different if you are like an influencer or someone with a following who like you're sharing like clothes and makeup you know like I feel like that's a different vibe than when it's something subjective yes like something so personal and controversial like sharing your actual life in like infertility and family like I it's just a different vibe right um, it's it, not like you like it or you don't. It's, right. I need to try to find the deeper understanding because it's so subjective. Yeah. Like it, it's it's difficult. So like for me, like I just f- still feel this way that like I can never make everyone happy. Like there are times where like through this process and like I said, sharing my journey on Instagram where there were a lot of hard, tough days. And I would share that. Like that was kind of my mission that like if I was going to share my journey, I was going to be honest. So like I was going to share the tough times, the bad days, the tears. And so like I would share that and like so many people would be like, oh my gosh, like I relate to you. Like, thank you for being real, yada, yada, yada. But then I would also get the people that are like, oh my gosh, you're so horrible. Like you're never happy. You're never grateful. Like, you know, and it was like, oh my gosh. And then it was like on the flip side when I would have a really, you know, good patch or really good moments and I would share like really good things. You don't have to push it in our face. Right. People would be like, oh my God, like you're unrelatable and like, you know, everything's not sunshine 
find rainbows and butterflies. Like, it's not all perfect. Like, right. Like, it's just, it, I just really feel like in that space, like, sometimes I just, like, I can't win. Like, someone always has something to say, which it, like, it, it makes it difficult. And that's honestly, like, why I've, like, shifted how I use my page. Like, I, I actually, true story. I actually changed my Instagram handle because I, again, this may be not so nice and tough to hear if you're like in that community, but I changed my handle because I needed to distance myself from the infertility community because of all of like the hate and the negativity and like the difficult likeness that I was like getting that I like changed it to kind of maybe like not be a target Block out. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah like I didn't not that you don't want to identify it's right. like the identity like, that you had was poisoning you right and like and it's so hard because I am very proud of like my journey and like what I've gotten through and I'm so thankful that like my journey like led me to our son and I and I never want to like hide that part of my life you know what I mean but I also don't want to like constantly drown in it like you know I I do like in a sense want to move forward like I always will be an advocate you know for infertility and like all of that and like I will always share my journey but I can't drown in it like there comes a point where like I have to share other things and I have to move forward because that is a really sad part of my life and for my own like mental like well-being like I have to like move forward and like also share you know that like I made it I made it out on the other side there there are positives and I and I want to share parenthood but it's just it's really it can be really difficult and harsh when you're sharing online oh you typical millennial people (laughs) pleaser yeah i bet you say when people say thank you do you say no problem or do you say you're welcome wait well like when somebody's like oh thank you do you go no problem or do you go you're welcome i think i say both like i've said both yeah i think it like depends what the situation is gotcha i don't know i just noticed that most people like millennial age are like afraid to say you're welcome like oh you're welcome that i spent my time doing that for you like anybody who's gen x or below says you're welcome after a task is completed with a thank you but us for like no problem like you know don't worry yourself like we've been trained to people please definitely i am like such a people pleaser and i think I think that's like partially why I struggle with social media because I think I'm I'm too soft. <laughs> like I like I honestly it's like I get one mean comment and I'm like I am upset. Like it makes me sad. Where like I feel like there's people out there that are like, eh, yeah, I get mean comments every day and I, I don't give a shit. I'm one of those. Like whatever. Yeah, like people just like are unbothered and like I wish I could be that way, but like I am bothered. And so that is why like I struggle. Like I feel like I've gotten a lot better with it. Like, I've had to. You know what I mean? Like, I've had to kind of grow more of a thick skin. But, like, I still, like, it still affects me because I want to be a people pleaser and I want everyone to like me. Like, truly, truly. Maybe I'm just not affected by people because I'm so hard on myself. 
Like, there's not one thing somebody said to me that I haven't said to myself in the mirror. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Also, too, another really, like, interesting thing about social media and something I, I really, like, want to challenge people to really think of and something that I found is when I shared, like, I shared a lot of my life on this page, you know, and... I like all of my family and friends would follow this page and a lot of people would take like my updates on social media as if they like caught up with me. And what I mean by that is like people would be like, oh, yeah, like, oh, I, I know what's going on. Like I, I watched your stories and it's like, yes, like, thank you for like, you know, listening. But like there is more like a person is never going to share everything online right and so i it it shouldn't remove like normal human conversations with and people anyone who thinks that that's dumb to think that way i want you to go right now outside and walk naked in your neighborhood because you have nothing to hide you have <laughs> you have nothing personal to keep to yourself right doubt <laughs> cap as the gen z say but I, I just, I wanted to mention that because I, there were many times where that happened to me and that's no fault of anyone. I, it just, sometimes I think it's like just the curse of like social media, you know, like when you follow someone and if they share a lot online, like you can feel really connected to them or you feel like you're getting everything. But I just found like a lot of really close people to me just kind of took that as like oh I know everything and I was like oh no like there's like way more where like I could have really explained something better or I still like needed people in my real life to like be there and talk to me they watch the movie but you need to read the book yeah yeah exactly that's like a really good way of putting it um I also, um, I'm just sorry, I'm looking at my notes, I'm going to be honest, because this is like a topic where I feel like it's really hard to just like remember everything because there's so many things. Um, also too, so like, I'm, another thing I will say is that a struggle for me is like, the compare game with social media I think this is one potentially like really toxic thing that can come from social media like obviously you know it, it's difficult when you're viewing everyone's highlight reel not to compare your life with someone else right like that's like really hard not to do um and I know that like it's affected a lot of people around me including myself you know like where you can just feel some type of way um I don't know if like you ever experienced that with social media Mm, not really no no you just don't care yeah (laughs) like maybe maybe when I was in high school when that was like my way of I guess branching out but I've learned to do it in a much safer place yeah I think um like for me I, and I've gotten a lot better with this because I there is a part of me that like just doesn't care anymore or I've learned a lot that again like Instagram is just a highlight reel so it's it's just different um but it is you can struggle with the compare game and if that's you you're definitely not alone um 
just today. I'm, I'm again, in trying to be transparent and honest, um, just today, like, there was someone, a group of people in the community that, like, they, like, went in on a post together of, like, all these moms that, um, like, had their babies around the same time. They were, like, you know, all, like, rainbow babies, um, people in the community, and they, like... Uh, what's a rainbow baby? A rainbow baby is a baby, um, after, like, a loss. Oh, okay. So, like, if you've had a loss and then, you know, you welcome a baby Earthside, it's considered a rainbow baby. Gotcha. So, um... There was, like, this group of women who, like, made this post where, like, they took, you know, pictures of, like, all their babies. And I'm going to, I felt left out because Mac was born with all these other babies and, like, I wasn't included, which is fine. Like, I'm not going to, you know, be friends with, like, everyone, but, like, the comparison game and like feeling left out is like a very real thing um even for me like it made me like just kind of like sad like sometimes with sharing online I struggle a lot with feeling like if I still fit in like do I still fit into the community do I still belong here how do I share because like I said I'm trying to distance myself from like the infertility side even though that's always gonna be part of my story it's hard to like I can't share like me giving myself shots every day because that's I'm not in that phase right now you know what I mean so it's like I kind of have to evolve like my story is evolving and so I'm evolving and it's it's hard to find your place I feel like I've kind of lost my group or like how to share but like when I saw that post though like it made me really sad um so like like it's again I I just I don't have tough skin (laughs) like it just shouldn't bother me um but like even someone like myself where I choose to share my life and you know I'm public with it I have almost 7,000 followers like I still have all these struggles <laughs> and I ask myself every day like if I should still be sharing the way that I am because it's just hard if I'm being honest come to the dark side of creeping it's so much calmer <laughs> see the thing is that really makes me mad is like there have been so many times where I was like I'm done you know like I'm I'm not gonna share anymore and I'm just gonna creep and there's like something in me that like can't let it go like I I truly just like I don't know if I don't know how to explain it like I just enjoy it but like it's more than that like I just like you I got a calling to yes, it. yes like I truly feel like I have a calling to it but yet it's the most insane internal struggle that I've like ever had with something because like I feel this insane calling to it but it's like it's always kind of like a disaster for me like I've seen other people like no joke like real influencers who like make a living have way more of a following like way more than a following than I do and like they do podcast as well and they've like talked about like this stuff and like they're on there saying how like oh I don't really get a lot of hate and like it's just like like maybe they're not being honest but I'm like I truly don't know how people with like a lot of following like do it because I gotta think they're full of shit I truly like 
struggle. Like, I struggle with, like, people interacting with me. And again, like, I'm not an influencer, but I'm just, like, speaking this way for the sake of this episode. Like, I don't really care about, like, my following count and, like, the interaction. But, like, things have changed for me. Like, I was, like, once I had Mac, like my interaction the the like it's like people just don't like me anymore and that's fine but like I truly don't know how people with a bigger following do it because like I just like feel like I get negativity daily and like it's it's been a challenge but yet I love it at the same time yeah I mean it's it's so fun it's it's unfortunately a catch-22 because you know, I've heard several, you know, like Joe Rogan I listen to on, on podcasts. He's always got, like, the most interesting podcasts. I don't go there for fact, but I go there for entertainment. And he says all the time, like, don't read the comments. Oh, don't yeah. read the comments. Mm-hmm. It'll get sucked in. So I feel like the people that say, like, I don't get a lot of hate, they just aren't reading or they're lying. Because I get hate going to the mailbox. <laughs> Like our neighbor, I'll wave and they will look at me and be like, nope, and just go right back inside. But then like four other neighbors are like, hey, howdy, how's it going? I got one though. I got one hater. Yeah. One hater on the block. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I mean, and it's interesting too. So like I actually was listening to an influencer podcast the other day and they brought up a topic that really resonated with me because like I've struggled with this um and again like this was someone that was like I don't really get a lot of hate I have such a great community yada 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 and they specifically were talking about like how they do not address anything controversial like she was like I will never talk about politics I will never like I will never talk about like anything other than like clothing and makeup and like my fam like you know the old thanksgiving dinner table rule yes and like it, it made me don't piss grandma it off. made me really think because there was a time very recently and, and honestly still because i don't know where i stand on it now but i felt like if i have any sort of a platform i have a responsibility to like share and speak on tough topics because it's important however it's like anytime you know I even like poke a topic like that I get like a lot of hate and you know I get it like people are very passionate about their beliefs um and it's difficult but then I but then in this podcast she was saying like I just you know I just feel like even if I were to speak out on these topics she's like you're you're not going to change how someone feels like me sharing my opinion on Instagram is not going to change how someone feels on a topic and I was kind of like whoa like it made me kind of like rethink and like do a double take on that whole scenario because part of me feels that way like part of me is like why am I putting myself in a situation to like get all this hate to just share my opinion on something when like me sharing it really it's it's not changing anyone's opinion it's like the equivalent of I'm a I don't know like I'm a I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan but I don't own a jersey 
I don't live in Dallas. You know, if if you don't buy into the team, like, are are you really expanding other people's minds? You know, sharing your influence, sharing your thoughts. Yeah. Because um, I my favorite view of like controversial topics, I feel like Instagram and Twitter and Facebook probably get a bad rap on it because it's so it's so linear. Like you can only see a little bit of somebody's viewpoint mm-hmm. and then you just kind of carry that theme mm-hmm. through what you believe to be their full view. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, you might have shared like, you know, oh, you know, I'm so proud of so and so for doing such and such and it's like they're just proud of that. They're not proud of the person in every action that they've ever done. They're proud of this moment. Mm-hmm. And I think until we have the ability to sh- like truly have long-form debate or just discussion, to pick that apart because y- what you say, I might say to myself, well, wait a minute, Like I'm questioning you on that because there's something about it that's bigger than I think you realize. And, oh, I didn't think of that. And like you can just show your ignorance yeah, and your, like, you know, whatever. That is like the one side where like I, I just, I don't know how I feel on it because I do feel like speaking on top, like other, like rough topics can teach people something or give people a different perspective. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like I've like learned a lot like viewing things mm-hmm. like that online. But... I don't know. I, I just I think it's a really interesting take and it's something that I just from a person like I said, like I don't have a huge following, but like if I even poke a controversial topic, I'm having a really bad night because like it's way too intense for little old me to handle. And so I'm kinda like for my own mental well being, like maybe it is smart just like to kind of just keep to myself and well, like share things like lightly you yeah know? yeah I, and it sucks because like i think one of the biggest problems is because of how society has progressed since the 90s when the internet was new and social media coming out in the 2000s and then it really digging its heels in, in the early 2010s like is that how you say that era the 2010s i don't know i don't know whatever um <laughs> I, I feel like what happens is that old saying of a picture's worth a thousand words. Well, all we do is share pictures. So now a thousand words used to be a lot of conversation back in the day. Now it's like, well, we always share a thousand words in pictures. <laughs> and it's like these problems that exist, these topics are so nuanced sometimes that a thousand words is not enough. 20,000 words might get the scratch you know that you need to get off the surface so it's 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 like i said i think it's unfair to judge somebody fully on a view until you've either a heard them have a conversation about it fully or b just curiosity reach out to them and be like hey i would love to pick your brain on how you feel more about this yeah and then then make a decision on this person agree i agree with or i don't that's like something that i've i've actually have like said on my social media when I was like speaking on like a difficult topic where I've I've even said like I respect people that have different views than I do like I'm okay with having like a calm nice adult conversation about something of like discussing you know like our views or our perspective but like a lot of people are incapable of doing that 
Like it, it just—it's like my favorite it, place like, to be. <laughs> instantly gets super nasty. See, I hate it. It's like my worst nightmare, and I want to like crawl in a hole because it—it just—it's so intense, and like people get so nasty, and like I just—it's too much for me, and my feelings get hurt. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I—it's I, I, funny. It, so they say like opposite attract. Like Miranda, mm-hmm. you and I are so different in yeah. this area. Like I search for it. Like I don't know if I'm just like a queen or a drama queen or whatever but like I remember there was a lady that I worked with and I think you met you met her at the Christmas party once Carol typical Carol she was like a super big like crazy cat lady like gathered up all the feral cats and stuff and I came out I came to work once with deer meat from deer season and she was like what is that I'm like oh it's sausages and she's like oh that looks so good can I try one I was like sure and she started eating she's like oh my god this is so good I'm like yeah, she goes, what is it? And I'm like, it's deer. And she's like, ugh! <laughs> and I was like, what? She's like, oh my God, how could you do that? And I'm like, oh, this is my favorite. Because I'm not here to change your mind. I'm here to expand your view on this subject that you oppose. Because I want you to remember me every time you go, I hate... Well, there's one person out there that was good. Because I'm not going to say, oh no, you're crazy for thinking that way. I'm going to say, you're... I totally understand your perspective. Let me tell you where I come from because I'm going to be different even if I'm not. Yeah. There's thousands of us out there. But you've only seen what is exposed to you and then people are afraid to talk about it. Like you said, um, if I say like, I can't, I, I don't understand how people are vegan. I was really good friends with a dude that was a vegan because I worked with him every single day. I ate all the same food that he did. I went basically vegan with him and then I was like, you know what? I'm going to be honest with you, man. I miss my old ways. I'm going to eat a cheeseburger. And if you don't like it, I'm going to make fun of you because you're going to make fun of me because I'm fat. And you know, that's how people can be the different but yeah. still friends. Don't take people too seriously. It's an opinion. It's not like a diehard moral compass. Like, yeah. yeah. Take a breath. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, overall... I do. I think social media can be great. Like, like I said, I I can't get enough of it. Even through my struggles with it, it's something that I just I feel a calling to share on and to do. And I have made a lot of really valuable connections. I've learned so much, and I do. I have a lot of like really interesting, cool opportunities like through this account. You know, um, a lot of good memories too. Yeah. I mean, truly. And and the cool part, too, of, like, sharing my journey is, like, I get to look back and, like, kind of see the evolution of our family. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's really interesting. It's a time cap. It's a time yeah. capsule. That's, like, why I really like social media. So even though I, you know, I took some time to share kind of, like, the hardships of yeah. it, there is a lot of good um, but like I said, it, it is a lot of work, especially like the algorithm changes. That's a very real thing. I don't if you've heard people talk about that. Like it is true. It, it's just like where Instagram will push or promote like certain things more. Like at one point it was all just about photos on Instagram. And then they went to those reels where like video. And then it was like if you didn't post videos like your stuff isn't going to get shared or viewed as much. And now it's like changing again. And it's like it's truly it's crazy and it's really difficult to like keep up with. But also it's a really like interesting field if you like the challenge. Like you know like if you're someone that like really likes 
keeping up with that stuff and cutting edge and like the challenge of it it's it's a really interesting field for you then because like the algorithms of everything is always changing and social media is part of that it's constantly changing that's why people like reels and pictures like everything is it's changing because of the algorithm so it's interesting um but it's a lot to kind of take in and keep up with but it can be a really cool thing and if you are really good at it also look at stock market because it's basically like the stock market you got to notice patterns that no one else does yeah and trends from lots of experience yeah it's crazy man yeah i remember when hashtags were like just coming out oh my gosh yeah what is that? I, pound i honestly new? like that was like, another thing i was like that's so dumb i'm never gonna use those yeah and now it makes a lot of sense because i'm an idiot but yeah. like you know why do a hashtag well i'm trying to tag it so that if anybody else has an interest about you know this again back to the it's a short form discussion just for the quick uh, rush of the i agree with you, you know. <laughs> yeah um but as like a personal thing uh, to wrap this up with like my Instagram if you follow me or not I don't know but um, I don't know I, I'm still figuring out Instagram for myself when it comes to my page um, I've made a lot of changes there recently um, I think I just really need to like lean into who I am and just share what I want to share and just like not care but that's very difficult Um and I've honestly, like, true story, I've really considered maybe doing more with, like, the influencer aspect of it. I just I just don't know if I really want to dive into all of that. And like I said, the few times that I have dabbled in it, people that, like, followed me would get, like, frustrated with it. I don't know why. Um, I think like I don't know I think it's like interesting like I, like I like to learn about like different things so I don't know so I don't know what I'm going to do on a personal level but if you are around you'll you'll see and thanks for following me and sticking through all of the changes and things um, but yeah I mean I don't know do we do you have anything else to add with social media before we end this episode yeah, no, not really. Yeah. Don't don't air out your dirty laundry. Yeah. But please do because I'm a lurker and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I hope I don't know. I hope this like has answered some questions that like people have on social media, but also just kind of I don't know, a little look into me and my account and kind of my journey and struggles I I try really hard to push myself to be honest and share some of the tea but I hope I didn't fall too flat on that because it it is scary (laughs) to kind of like share that kind of thing but yeah I think that wraps up this week's episode thanks for listening I'll catch you on the next one. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, please leave us a review on Spotify and share this episode with others. 
Also, please don't hesitate to tell us which topics you would like us to cover in future episodes. To get in touch, drop us a line in the comment section, send us a message on Instagram, or email us. We'll We'll see see you in the the next next one. one.